0: We have come to that time of year, that time of year where people are being judged. <coughs> and some succeed and others are cast out, not to be seen again. Greg and John, the Master Chef judges, proclaim their opinion and that's it there is no comeback we might gaze on from a distance going I didn't realise there was such a difference between risotto rice and that meant for paella others among you might go well fancy making such a silly mistake in each heat. Four hang up their aprons and three go through to the next round. They have been saved. At least for a brief instance. Outside of TV shows, of course, there are few occasions where everyone is lined up and some are saying, you are winners. And you can cleave off. The one occasion that such thing used to happen was in my woodwork class at school. <laughs> and Mr Carruthers as it came to this time of year would get us all to stand there with our endeavours. You know, the plant stand, the spice rack, the little marble game that we had somehow made out of wood. And he would separate us with the distinction that was in this passage. He would come among us and say, sheep, goat. Sheep goat. And then, so that he could further divide us up, would go elephant hippo. Elephant hippo. Or steak sausage. Steak sausage. Or maybe ice cream jelly. There was separation made. And then obviously by those divisions came our marks for the year but in our passage today there is no further subdivision there is no quarter final semi final final there is no ABCD for the report card Jesus says it is merely in or out that's it straightforward and he is the judge as I held up my woodwork or CDT resistive materials as it might be today I knew that I wasn't great and I knew that I would be a goat there you go, Emily, you did get a goat after all <laughs> There's a separate discussion there sometime But the same cannot be said of the folk in this passage. We see their responses. Many of those who are called to be sheep uh, are bemused. When did I do these things? And likewise for the goats. When did I fail to? They're shocked. But God knows what we are truly like. Not what we like to think of ourselves. Not what our friends and families say. God knows what it is within. And here in this parable of being separated as shepherd. Would separate the valuable flock. From those worthless. The message is spoken. Of the day of coming judgment. And Jesus is trying now desperately to get his message across. Because he is saying this on probably about the Wednesday of Holy Week. There's not much time left of this earthly ministry. He will, after this, go back to Bethany for the night. Where he will be anointed And then the following day, share the Last Supper. And then go out to the garden where he is arrested. This is the last of his parables. This is the last of that sort of teaching. And so there is great emphasis of being on the right side, of getting the point across And the strength of message comes out in how four times this list is being spoken. Four times we hear of the actions. I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Spoken by the judge and by those being judged. And these words reflect God's love, God's great love for all people, but particularly for those in need. How he is a God of justice and righteousness, and he longs for change to come. But sometimes we read this passage and think it is simply about doing good works. But we are told elsewhere in the Bible that salvation is not through works our forgiveness and our hope of eternal life comes through our faith. And one of the problems is that we don't always interpret the Bible correctly. There's a dimension to the reading that we sometimes miss. The words of judgment are not simply directed towards one people like the children of Israel or to the Gentile believers or to the disciples or those who have no faith. But they are directed, we hear at the beginning of the passage, to the nations, to everyone, everyone that could be there. And the passage is not about how caring we are or how well we have engaged in mission, but how the message of the gospel is heard and responded to by the people of the nations. When we hear of God's love, how do we respond? When we hear the gospel, does it make a difference? And the emphasis is further borne out in this passage by the use of the word brothers. I tell you the truth, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did for me. And Jesus only uses that word when he is talking of his followers. Those who have confessed in him, who have become a believer. These people that Jesus is seeing himself as being are people who have Christ within them. People that have gone to the nations. And so this passage on judgment is about how that mission is responded to. Earlier in this gospel, in Matthew chapter 10, when Jesus sends out the 12, he tells them to go to the lost sheep, to proclaim the kingdom of heaven is near, to bring healing, to cast out demons. And the disciples on that mission traveling in Jesus' name to bring a new wholeness to people's lives are people on a journey without money, food or accommodation and they are likely to be arrested. The description of hungry, thirsty, naked stranger who needs a home or has been imprisoned is not a description purely targeted at anyone off the street It's about people doing the Lord's work, about how we are called to engage in mission. And when the missionary receives food, refreshment, or accommodation, it is because they are receiving, the host is receiving Jesus. The act of providing the needs for the needs of the disciple, the poor brother are tied in with hearing and responding to the gospel. The people may or may not have accepted the preaching about the proximity of the kingdom. Those who rejected the message of hope and turned the disciples away are now those being told that they have not been saved and offered eternal life they will instead face the eternal fire. Like all the readings we have had on these Sundays in Lent, the message is partly directed at those in authority in the Jewish temple. People who were sure of their place, people who were confident in their faith, are being told, really? Think again. how have you lived? How will you be judged? And so there's two sides to how we must respond to the passage. If we are brothers and sisters of Christ, if we have made that commitment to follow, then are we truly willing to engage in mission by throwing off the protection of the comforts and our securities that we've held onto in the past? Or are we honestly putting our whole trust in God and going where He sends us to speak of hope, even knowing that we might be rejected? And then there's the other aspect. If we are on the receiving side, if we are hearing the gospel, Are we hearing it with open ears and responding in a way that accepts the call to love others as you are loved by God? Are we hearing it in a way that we offer all of who we are to the God who offers us all of himself in Jesus on the cross? Those who don't get through the TV show go back to the normal life. They've had their 15 minutes or maybe an hour of fame and it's passed. On the other hand, we are told in this passage, those sent out from the presence of God, those who do not accept Jesus and those who do not live The life we are called to live will be the ones in a new heat, a fire, the unpleasant place that is eternal separation. But to those found righteous, they will all be winners and receive the great reward of the kingdom of heaven. Amen.